News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. I am Mark Hespin. This is On the Mark. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Uh, massive deals right now in SUVs, 0% financing in both Honda and Hyundais. Uh, check them out. Tell them Mark sent you. Check them on out. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith family giving back. That is Cunis country. Uh, they're paying top dollar for trades. Jason Buxman was just telling me yesterday on the morning show. So uh, uh, go on over there and get yourself into a new vehicle on this gorgeous Saturday here in uh, downtown Hannibal. Hopefully it's lovely wherever you are listening. If you're following along on the Facebook Live as well, that's a lot of fun. Having a lot of listeners uh, get involved with that. Follow On The Mark, KHMO on Facebook or Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. So I was just telling the Facebook Live audience before we got on here, this is crazy. It's it's the middle of March. I'm I'm preparing all week to talk, talk March Madness, NBA All-Star, uh, second half uh, of the NBA season, all these great, great uh, NBA basketball stories, and then the NFL, like an avalanche, gives us DAC contracts, it gives us a franchise tag moves. It gives us Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes news, Cam Newton news yesterday. Uh, so the NFL, the gift that keeps on giving, we get to talk a ton of NFL today. And uh, that is, of course, where we will get started on episode 77 of On The Mark. So let's get it going. Hespin headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the mark. All right, we got to talk about Dak Prescott. And, uh, you know, this is why I need this show to be every day. So I can just re- react to the Dak news of the day it happens. Uh, here we are, though, at the end of the week. And still, I think the, the most important thing in the NFL that happened this week was Dak Prescott getting his mega deal from the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones, uh, the owner of the press conference yesterday, said uh, anytime he's tried to get a bargain, uh, that's exactly what he's gotten is a bargain. And uh, you pay for the good things. And uh, Dak Pesca certainly got paid four years, $160 million. Uh, that is the contract. $123 million guaranteed. No matter what happens to Dak Prescott, he will get $123 million in his bank account after getting the $31 million last year on the uh, guaranteed for playing of the franchise tag uh, when he got injured. And it's being reported that Dak Prescott uh, has earned almost $50 million in endorsements at this point in time in his career. So uh, I don't want to hear anyone ever talk about Dak Prescott and money and being undervalued ever again. He is now extraordinarily well com- uh, compensated. That is, uh, that is what we know from Dak Prescott. And I think um, – the thing to think about with Dak Prescott is you're going to hear a lot of people, uh, and especially over the next you know couple of years with the Dak Prescott deal, uh, we talk about quarterbacks and the money they make. I mean, it's one of the things that we talked about with Carson Wentz all last year. You can't be that bad making that much money and being considered a franchise guy. 
So as you turn into this show, you always what I want you what you want for me and what I try to give you as my listeners is an elevated thought process to the way we talk about sports, the way we think about sports. So I want to remind us all, you know, it's hard sometimes because the world, especially with politics and everything going on, seems so you have to think one thing or you have to think the other thing. We can all as sports fans have multiple thoughts on the Dak Prescott contract situation and the new Dak Prescott deal. And I'm going to run through those multiple thoughts that I feel about this contract. And I think they're all valid. Now, if you want to then take those thoughts and rank, all right, what's the most important? I don't know. You can. That's what we do as sports fans. We try to argue what's the most important thing. I I just think there are at least four things that have come to my mind that I think are all valid that this Dak Prescott deal um, has brought up. So number one is I'm happy for Dak. I really am. This is a guy drafted in the fourth round, had to watch his all his other teammates get paid before him in a league that just never does that. It is such a uh, such a uh, quarterback forward league, and as a guy that had been waiting for his security, waiting for his long term deal, uh, he kept betting on himself. And Dak Prescott continued to bet on himself, and Dak Prescott won. Dak Prescott got everything he wanted in this deal. He got the four years. He got the $123 million guarantee money. He got the no trade clause. He got the no franchise tag clause. So Dak Prescott will be 31 years old in four years when this deal's done. He will have complete freedom. He will have the ability to not be franchise tagged. And he'll have the ability to either go, stay, re-sign a whole new deal, and double dip into this big money you know, contract. Almost so to the point where you could argue that he may make, if he plays really well, he end up, may end up making more money than a Patrick Mahomes in his career. Which is crazy because we're talking about a, a guy who signed a, a half a billion dollar deal. So Dak Prescott really, uh, I mean, I'm happy for him. At any time a guy gets paid, I mean, you got to be, that's, a, that's awesome. Especially for a guy who's earned it. A guy who's said all the right things, been a great team player, been a great leader, and been the face of that Dallas franchise through a lot of ups and downs over the past four years. And certainly, I don't think there's anyone who argue he didn't earn a payday. So that's thought number one. But then I think there's thought number two as well. And I think thought number two is that the Dallas Cowboys, while I can be happy for Dak that is money, I can also think the Dallas Cowboys fudged this up big time. They really, now looking back historically at this, made a made this is a horrible mistake if you're just talking about a franchise and the way they go about this. If you would have said three years ago to Dallas that the decisions you're making are going to lead you to paying Dak Prescott $123 million guaranteed, there's no doubt in my mind they would have made choices differently. But they made bad choices. They signed Zeke first. They signed Amari before Dak. They signed uh, Jalen Smith and some of their big defensive players to contracts that now are just absurd when you think about it. And when you then think about now they had to also pay Dak. Well, you can't then pay Dak. You can't ask Dak to take the pay cut beyond them. Now, you can ask other players to take a pay cut because you're paying your quarterback because that's what every team does. That's what every other franchise does. Hey, you're going to have to take a pay cut because 
we're paying our quarterback so, so, and so money. That's the NFL. That's the way the game is played. The Cowboys played it reverse. They paid all their other guys, and then they go to their quarterback and say, you know, we'd really like you to take a little less money. And the quarterback says, uh, no, thank you. But then there's a problem is the, the Cowboys had to sign Dak. They're backed into a corner. They had to make this deal. When you have a guy that is capable of being a franchise quarterback, you need to lock him up. We see now what's going on with all these other teams. Look at the Bears. Look at the Broncos. Look at the Washington football team. When you don't have a franchise quarterback, you are just out there adrift in the NFL ocean. You are a ship without a sail in a storm. I mean, you are rudderless. Now, you can get lucky like the football team and like the Bears and just build a great unit, great defenses. Yeah, they get you to the playoffs, and that's great. But as we've seen, unless you have a quarterback, you're rudderless. And for the Cowboys, it just goes again to show how much they screwed this up. They knew Dak was going to be their guy after that 13-3 and rookie season. And they could have signed him after year two, said, hey, Dak, man, we really like what you're doing. And think about the kind of deal they would have got him on then. Maybe $25 million a year. He'd still have two years maybe left on a, on, a, on, a, on a deal like that. That at the time would have been like, wow, they're really paying this guy who's still kind of unproven. But he, there's no doubt in my mind Dak would have taken that deal. He would have been stupid not to. And the Cowboys now look stupid not offering that. And instead, they paid all these other guys, Jalen Smith and Zeke and their tackles and, and Amari. $100 million for Amari Cooper. You're going to tell me then you can't, you're not going to get Dak on a pay cut. So the, the Cowboys fudged this up. So that's thought number two. Thought number three is I'm happy. I, Mark Hespin, am happy about the Dak Prescott deal. Why? Because I'm not a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. So I, I love this. This, to me, means a lot of things. It means the, the Cowboys, are they're not a Super Bowl team. I don't have to worry about the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl the next couple of years. That eliminates one team. Let me get, my team doesn't have to worry about Dallas. I, Dallas ain't going to win the Super Bowl. For the rest of NFL fans, yeah, we should all be pumped about this. Dallas has has just signed themselves to 7-9, and 8-8, 9-7, 10-6 over the next four years. And... They need it, it, like they need the pressures all on Dak and Dallas, especially next year to win that division. The only other team that's even close to in that division, Washington, doesn't have a quarterback. Dak is by far the best quarterback right now in that division. Now, unless Washington makes the move and gets a Deshaun Watson, but again, if Washington makes that move and gets Deshaun Watson, that makes the Dak Prescott deal look even worse. That makes this deal look like a nightmare if all of a sudden Deshaun Watson's in that division. And now you have the highest paid quarterback and he's the second best quarterback. You know, it's, uh, it's so I am as a fan of not the Dallas Cowboys. I'm excited about this deal because I think it eliminates Dallas from Super Bowl talk. We don't have to talk about Dallas in the Super Bowl bubble and the Super Bowl, uh, you know, playing field. They're not in the Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Green Bay stratosphere. I, I don't even think they're in the NFC. Where do you have Dallas say in the NFC? Behind Green Bay, uh, behind San Francisco, uh, behind LA. Uh, I have them certainly behind Tampa. 
I have them, you know, behind, uh, you know, a couple other teams probably out there I'm forgetting. I and mean, I can't think of anything, you know, off the top of my head. Arizona, I like more than Dallas. I like their quarterback. So I just think it's one of those things where, uh, you know, you can have these multiple thoughts. So you have those three thoughts. Happy for Dak. Cowboys fudge this up. I'm happy because I'm not a fan of the Cowboys. And then finally, I think the final thought on this is, oh, my God, what is Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen going to get paid? (laughs) This is a really interesting dilemma now. It's a really interesting dilemma. And, And if I am a Lamar Jackson or I am a Josh Allen, I can look at the Mahomes deal and say, all right, well, I'm probably not getting 10 years and 500 million. But I can look at the Dak deal and say, I want three or four years and that much guaranteed. I want four years, 125 million guaranteed and 160 million, 161 million. If I'm Lamar or Josh Allen, they both have done more than Dak Prescott. They're both, we, I don't think there's anyone here who could seriously look me in the face and say they would rather Dak Prescott over Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, especially over the next four years. I certainly wouldn't, and I would argue to the teeth if you're saying, yeah, I want Dak over either of those guys. I think you're just wrong. I think we've seen it from history. Lamar Jackson's a way better uh, regular season quarterback. Uh, He's gotten to the postseason more than Dak. They're both struggled in the postseason, but Lamar's an MVP in the regular season. He's a great regular season quarterback. And Josh Allen's upside is enormous. Way more talented than Dak. And now we've seen uh, Josh Allen have more playoff success than a Dak Prescott, too. Leading his team to the playoffs two years in a row. So it also, that's another thought that I, that I have when this deal goes down. Those four thoughts all came to my head. Man, am I happy for Dak. Man, did Dallas screw this up. Man, am I happy just in general because the Dallas Cowboys is going to be at eight and eight, seven and nine. Nine and six, you know, you know, nine and seven, ten and six. Now they're going to seventeen games. That's going to screw us all up when we have to, you know, ten and seven, nine and eight. <laughs> it's going to be weird to talk about. Uh, but and then and finally, it makes me wonder and excited for what are these next deals going to look like? Because no one can sit there and say right now in the NFL, I deserve more than Patrick Mahomes. There's no one who can do that. But there's a lot of guys who could sit there, Lamar. Josh Allen, maybe even Baker Mayfield say, Hey, I deserve more than Dak. So that's a, that's a, 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 you know, a real small window. So you're going to have a lot of guys stuck in that 125 million guaranteed four years or five years. How do they spread it out? Cause no one's going to, you're going to be laughed at if you're the guy who's then getting paid 46, 47 million dollars a year and all of a sudden you're ahead of Mahomes. That's going to look really bad for your organization. GMs don't want to do that. Unless all of a sudden you're now playing better than Mahomes. Unless Lamar Jackson wins the Super Bowl next year. Unless Josh Allen wins the Super Bowl next year and an MVP. Then you can say, yeah, pay me, pay me more than Mahomes. But again, that's, that's a huge if and it's just not going to, most likely not going to happen. So it's a fascinating, fascinating, uh, NFL story 
on multiple levels. Uh, you're listening on the market, News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. When we come back, speaking of Mahomes, speaking of quarterbacks, Mahomes and Brady both did something which shows how unique they are yesterday. We will jump into it. You're listening on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Certainty is the cornerstone of the American dream. Being employed gives us the confidence to be financially independent. We feel useful and respected. But what if you were one of the 81% of adults with developmental differences who do not have a paid job? Join the SunTrust Foundation in supporting Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, and Special Olympics in creating pathways to 1 million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community. Visit DeliveringJobs.org to learn more. KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you 0%. They're paying more, top dollar for trade-ins. If you're driving around in a used vehicle uh, that you're making payments on, stop over to Cunis Country today. They may be able to get you into a brand new vehicle for a lower payment. Uh, they're doing incredible things over there at Cunis Country, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, Faith Family Giving Back. That's Cunis Country. Welcome on back to the show. Uh, we move from Dak, who gets mega money, really putting his team in a tight squeeze. Uh, as we learned this week, the salary cap in 2020, so the year we just had in the NFL season, was $198.2 million. It has dropped down to $182 million. So you lost about $16 million in calorie sap space, calorie cap space. Say that 10 times fast, uh, for these NFL owners. So as Dak takes up now a huge part of the uh, salary cap and everyone talks about these TV deals, TV deals, the cap will go up, but 2022's cap may just barely go back up to the 198. It may not even hit that mark. So by the time you're actually, you know, uh, getting to this Dak Prescott and the meat of his $40 million a year, this cap is not going to explode. You're not going to $250 million by 2022, 2023. It's just not happening. So these are massive, massive contracts. And then you get Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. So, um, Mahomes is just is so brilliantly following in the goat's footsteps. We got the news yesterday that Tom Brady actually signed a four year extension to spread his cap hit out, and then immediately voided the contract into basically a one year deal. So he still gets his money. It's coming in a longer spread out time period. So he could have more cap space for the Tampa Bay Bucks to sign a Shaq Barrett and maybe even add more pieces. When you hear that Tom Brady's doing that again, a guy who has built his seven Super Bowl career, his legacy on being not only the greatest quarterback, greatest football player, but now the greatest teammate, greatest leader. I mean, there's so many things you can add to the Tom Brady legacy with this. And literally less than an hour later, as Tom Brady news breaks yesterday afternoon, what do we get? We get Patrick Mahomes news breaking as well. And I love this about Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. 
Mahomes is clearly watching Brady and learning and is active in this. He is active with his team saying, what can we do? How can we make these moves? I just had to, we just had to let my two starting great tackles go. Schwartz and uh and Fisher cut. Fisher it's tough. I mean you tear your ace uh your uh your Achilles. He won't be ready for a full calendar year. He tears it in the AFC Championship game. There's just no way Fisher is going to be back even by the middle of next season. And that would be a miracle heel. Uh I still think they could work a deal with Short Schwartz. Uh, you know, they cut a guy doesn't mean that they're done with a guy just because you cut him or you don't re-sign his contract. They can rework things. And what does Mahomes do? He converts his $21.7 million roster bonus that he's guaranteed in his mega 10-year $500 million deal into a signing bonus that's going to save the Chiefs about $17 million in the cap. So as the cap drops $16 million, Patrick Mahomes gives his Kansas City Chiefs $17 million of cap space and freedom to work with. I also don't want to over... So there's that. And that that's the meat of this story here in Hespin headline number two, as I forgot to play the sounder. I'm just so excited to get into the talk. Is in Hespin headline number two, the fact that, that, that Mahomes is trying to emulate that side of Brady's career... We, you know, we spent a nauseam weeks ago, months ago, uh, two months ago talking at the Super Bowl, you know, a month ago, it's only been a month, about how now it's, it's very unlikely for Mahomes to catch Brady in a lot of ways, you know, with Super Bowls. You know, the guy, it's, it's unfair for anyone to expect Patrick Mahomes to win seven, eight Super Bowls. It's just not going to happen. But in order for Patrick to get to the multiple Super Bowl level and to be the only guy in the Brady discussion, he knows that he has to follow this example, follow this lead. He's getting that money. That's guaranteed money. Mahomes is making that money. And if he can continue to work this contract, is one of the reasons why I think an Allen or a Jackson should look at signing one of these maybe longer-term deals, 10 years, 400 million, 10 years, 350 million, because it guarantees you that money and you can be more flexible with it. You know, Dak, there's going to be very little flexibility, you know, in the next two or three years with Dak's contract. With Mahomes, there's a ton of flexibility because you can just keep pushing money. It's 10 years. It's a lot of, and as the cap will go up. So, Brady knows this, Mahomes knows this, and they are, uh, Mahomes is not, and not only trying to copy Brady's leadership, trying to copy his career in a lot of ways, but now when you copy this kind of teammate side, team friendly side, that also shows other free agents, other players, man, I can, I want to go to Kansas City. I want to, I want to sign, maybe take a little less, go to Kansas City. To play for the Chiefs. And, and I think that Kansas City will do a great job. Obviously, they need to draft offensive line. But I think they'll find a veteran left tackle. Make a trade. There's going to be someone available out there for them to go get. Uh, to come in and, and protect Patrick Mahomes' blindside. And then if you can re-sign Mitchell Schwartz. To c- come back healthy on the right side. And also draft a, a couple swing you know, guard tackle types in the second, third uh, fourth round of the draft. I think they'll do it. I, I, they, they, I do not worry at all. I mean, none of their offensive pieces are going to hurt. You got Hill and you got Kelsey. All right? So you don't need to worry about offense. 
Can you add some depth to the defensive line? You create some cap space. I, I you know, I love this move from Patrick Mahomes. I, I just think it's so fun to watch, and it's going to be the other interesting storyline over the next 10 years of Patrick's career is how much not only can Patrick win, and we, I think we all expect him to win one or two more at least, get, be a multiple Super Bowl winning guy, but how does he also continue to emulate the GOAT and manipulate his career like Tom Brady has? And again, back to Tom Brady, come on, man. <laughs> give us all a break. <laughs> give us all a break. As happy as I am to see Dak sign that mega deal with with Dallas because I don't have to worry about Dak and Dallas as I said in the last segment, it's also like such a bummer and devastating. <laughs> it's just demoralizing and depressing in a lot of ways to now watch, man, I got to I gotta watch Tom Brady for another, you know, possibly, you know, certainly next year and got in a go for it all, all time go for it next year, but also then leaves the option open for him to come back. I mean, man, that is just depressing. <laughs> it's exciting as a commentator and a fan of football, but depressing as a fan of a certain team in football. Especially in the NFC, because you know Tom Brady, it's just I, I, I there's no and remember what I you know what I'm about to talk about with Cam Newton here next segment. Everything applies to Tom Brady. Second year in the system, full off season. I mean, this is just there's no reason to think that Tampa Bay is not going to be better next year. So, certainly, New Orleans, we expect to take a step back. I don't think Carolina is ready to compete with Tampa. Atlanta, I think, will take a step up especially with Arthur Smith, the head coach. We'll see what they do in the draft and in quarterback-wise. I think they stick with Matt Ryan and go all in for Matt Ryan for a couple of years. So I think they're going to be more competitive. But, man, I, you know, Tampa, there's no reason why Tampa couldn't be 12, 13 wins, especially with Brady creating more cap space and people wanting to be in Tampa to play with Brady. You're listening to the Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We are brought to you by Kunis Honda Hyundai. Your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark Sencha, Faith Family, giving back. All right, break number two in the show. When we come back, we will talk Cam Newton, the other quarterback news. Thoughts on the Cam Newton move? Uh, don't go anywhere. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. If you're listening on the radio, on KHMO or the KHMO app, you can also follow along on the live stream. Appreciate everyone following along on the Facebook Live as well. Uh, search On The Mark, uh, KHMO on Facebook. On The Mark, KHMO on Facebook. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. If you're a guy turning 18, you need to register with the Selective Service System. It's the law, and we wanted to make absolutely sure you get the message, so we brought in someone we knew you'd pay attention to. 50 push-ups! Uh, hey, coach. Get on that computer! SSS.gov! Not fast enough! 50 jumping jacks! It's for your own good, because not registering with Selective Service could cost you a shot at college loans and grants, federal jobs, job training, and in most states, it could even cost you a driver's license. I'm talking to you! Run that hill! 50 hills! Go to SSS.gov to register with Selective Service. Two minutes and you're done. It's just something you have to do. Pick up the pace! 50 ballet jumps over the alligator pit! Register with Selective Service at SSS.gov within 30 days of turning 18. If you don't, the consequences could be ugly. Don't you smirk at me! 
50 belly flops into moving traffic. Hi, this is Dr. Ina Hennigan, a family practice physician in Illinois, with an update on the latest recommendations to prevent the spread of COVID-19 or coronavirus disease 2019. The hallmark symptoms remain fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Newer medical evidence tells us that people who are asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic, meaning they have the disease and are not yet showing signs, can spread the disease to others. The CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, now recommends wearing a mask when you go out and are likely to run into other people, such as grocery shopping. A cloth mask will work just fine, and the CDC website, cdc.gov, contains easy-to-follow instructions on how to make one from items found around your home. This will prevent the spread of your germs to other people. It is still imperative to maintain good social distancing with a minimum of six feet apart for short periods of time only. Wash your hands frequently with soap and water for a minimum of 20 seconds, and disinfect the surfaces you touch frequently, at least daily. We are still all in this together. Take precautions and be well. This message brought to you by the Franklin News Foundation and this station. There's a lot of talk about defunding the police, but not much about how that would affect the police services we receive, like reduced numbers of police on the streets and on residential patrols leading to longer emergency response times and more burglaries. Fewer investigators leading to more violent criminals on the streets. The National Police Association asks you to let your local and state officials know the truth. Find out more about keeping your neighborhood safe at nationalpolice.org. Hi, this is Mary Carey. Join me along with my travel partner, Robert, and journalist Rudy Maxa each Sunday as we talk with the travel newsmakers, share compelling experiences, and explore the world together on your RM World Travel Connection. 9 to 11 on KHMO and KHMORadio.com. Uh, that, that meeting... 56 today under overcast skies, easterly winds, 8 to 15 miles per hour. Chance for scattered showers tonight. Lows level off around 45. Cloudy. Scattered rain showers likely tomorrow. 50. Cloudy skies expected. Low 50s Monday and Tuesday with a chance for scattered showers Monday. Right now, 48. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cutis Honda Hyundai. They have over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you don't start your vehicle search at Cunis Honda Hyundai, you're doing yourself a disservice. Tell them Mark sent you 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That is Cunis country. As I'm looking here on uh, my laptop, I'm seeing an ad for a McDonald's new chicken sandwich, and that is deadly. I might have to do that. I might just <laughs> start starving here on it. 9.38 in the morning. Hopefully uh, you're having a great Saturday morning, wherever you may be listening. Thanks for making us a part of it. So uh, we've, we've talked Dak, we've talked Mahomes, we've talked Brady, little Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and now we got to talk Cam Newton, the NFL, the gift that keeps on giving here. Um, so Cam Newton signs a one-year, up to $14 million deal to stay in New England. Um, my thoughts initially, again, kind of like when we go back to my Dak thoughts, initially I am happy for Cam. I think that Cam... Uh, the NFL is better with Cam storylines and Cam Newton playing well and rushing for, what did he have, like 12 touchdowns last year? Insane number. Um, and I think uh, a couple things. If I'm Cam Newton, first off, A, there's no one out there who's probably going to give Cam more than this. Uh, and so I get why Cam Newton, as soon as that one year up to $14 million deals in front of him, sign, 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 sign. Uh, for Cam, a lot like I just said with Brady, 
There are some really good things why I think this is going to go well, or if I'm Cam Newton, why I'm excited about this. Year two in the system, you already know a lot of the base terminology, base uh, personnel. You know the people. You've been there. The familiarity is huge. We always see quarterbacks do better in year two. I also think for Cam Newton, full off season. You know, remember he was signed late, and it was pieced together in COVID and COVID and all. You know, all uh, virtual. I think there's going to be a lot different this year. I think there's going to be there's going to be more in person stuff. The NFL is going to be more willing with you know COVID as guys get the vaccine and things that it's not as big of a deal. Uh, to where they needed to like shut down red alert, red alert, because, you know, we didn't have vaccines a year ago. We didn't have people, the ability to stop the spread is, is badly. If it was in your facility, it could spread like wildfire. And we saw that in a couple cases. So I think there's going to have a lot more time, a lot more face time, a lot more uh, with the guys. So I love that for Cam. So, and you got to remember, New England had the most opt outs. New England had so many guys who were who chose to sit out the season, and all of them are a lot of them are coming back. So for new for Cam, I look at this like a first of a I get to be in a system that I know, I get to be with coaching staffs that I know and I like, I get to get guys coming back, I get more face time, I. I'm relatively healthy. I don't think Cam is having a surgery for the first time in a long time. I think that's huge for him as well, mentally. And and he proved to himself that, listen, uh, there's there were things that worked. I can still be extraordinarily effective in the red zone. Uh, I and and whatever it is going on with my arms, still we gotta. I, I maybe he is more aware of his own limitations at this point, and you can keep shape shifting those things. And Josh McDaniels can keep shifting the offense to look a little bit more like it did with Brady and Brady's final year there. Short, quick passing game and then some explosive run stuff. And Cam at this point in time is not trying to save himself for anything. This is win as many games as you can, add to your legacy. You know, can you get your team to a playoffs, make a, a maybe make a playoff run uh, and just keep adding those numbers to where Cam can maybe say he's a borderline Hall of Fame guy. That's where Cam's at at this point. So I think all of that benefits him in New England with this deal. And then for New England, I absolutely love this deal because of all the things I just said. I think Cam Newton should expect to be better. I think the the Patriots should expect to be in the playoff talks in the AFC, especially added, you know, the seventh seed, remember, in the playoffs. I also think new for New England, no one is going to be hard on them if by week two or three – they transition to another guy, and it's not working with Cam, and they go in another way. But I also think it guarantees them that they have a piece. And maybe it also allows New England to still be aggressive. They can still go out and maybe try and get a Jameis Winston. They can still go, be aggressive towards other free agent quarterbacks. Maybe they're in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes right now. Maybe they're trying to move up to get a Trey Lance. How great would it be if Trey Lance could le- learn or Justin Fields uh, or Mac Jones could learn under Cam Newton for a year in that New England system. And then by maybe middle of the year, if they have a rookie quarterback they like, you have a package deal, and New England starts to look like uh, say, uh, New Orleans of the past year, and you have this whole kind of Drew Brees and Taysom Hill type thing, and, and, and Cam Newton becomes Taysom Hill. 
Like there's all of these possibilities for New England. And I think that I think New England loves that they have certainty. You have a guy. You have a guy that you could say, this is our starting quarterback going into the year. And every team needs that. And they need that clarity. And we don't have to worry about quarterback competition. No one's talking about Jared Stidham. No, this is going to be Cam's job to start the year unless they get a bigger, better name than Cam. None of these rookies besides Trevor Lawrence are a bigger, better name than Cam. They would start over Cam immediately. So there's that. I love that for New England. They have a guarantee. But also, they have a ton of freedom. If you-know-what hits the fan by week four or five with Cam... They can cut him, walk away. They have, they'll, they, and they have hopefully have set themselves up to bring in a young guy uh, or a, another veteran to where they can have some fun with it. I, I, I think, I think New England's in a really good spot, whether it's their future and they draft a guy or whether they, they make a move for a, for a guy that they think they can, you know, plug and play as well. It's tough. We were just talking about it. When you don't have a quarterback, it is brutal in the NFL. It is up and down, topsy turvy. You are uh, in the toilet bowl as the as the as the flush gets. You're just spinning around trying to grasp at what you can. And I think New England with Cam going into year two should be high hopes. I mean, right now, with all the pieces New England gets back, with the with the the amount of players they're going to draft, they have a ton of draft picks this year. Would it be crazy to say New England with Cam Newton is second in the AFC East behind Buffalo? Are they better than Miami with with uh, Tua? Right now, I kind of feel that way. And that, maybe that's crazy. Call me crazy. We'll see how the rest of the offseason, the draft goes, free agency, and all that goes. But right now, I don't think it's that crazy to think about. So uh, I'm happy for Cam. I think it's a smart move for New England. They don't have to worry about anything. They don't. They can now fly under the radar with whatever quarterback cocks they do, and they at least have a guy and a guy they feel confident with, and a guy I think that could lead them to the playoffs. So there you go. I know the first forty six minutes on a Saturday, March thirteenth, St. Patrick's Day weekend, as Chicago's dying the River Green in my hometown. Uh, we got all this quarterback stuff to talk about. Isn't that fantastic? All right, when we come back, final break of the show. Uh, we will dive into some different stuff. <laughs> we'll get away. We'll get away from the NFL. We got March Madness Championship Weekend full swing. Uh, we have. Uh, I got thoughts on the Bulls uh, starting a depressing zero and two after the All Star break. Uh, why it could mean some major shakeups. And uh, we'll talk. Uh, I, great news from USA Basketball. That's right. Remember, we get the Olympics this year, and I, I love USA Basketball. I cannot wait to talk a ton of USA basketball over the next couple months. Uh, we'll talk about all that next. Don't go anywhere. Live and local on a Saturday morning in America's hometown. It's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. We know staying home isn't as easy as it looks. It's hard sitting out of family gatherings, missing out on milestones like graduation or the birth of a new family member. For many, staying home has meant job loss and financial hardship. People call healthcare workers heroes. You're a hero too. We're the infectious diseases experts fighting COVID-19 in hospitals, public health departments, and laboratories across the country. You're giving up a lot to keep yourself, your loved ones, and your community safe. It's not easy giving up things that were once part of everyday life. Going to work, eating at a restaurant, 
spending time with friends. When you stay home, you're helping us win the fight against COVID-19. Keep it up. We'll emerge strong and healthy together again. Sponsored by the Infectious Diseases Society of America Foundation. For more COVID-19 information, visit idsafoundation.org. The global coronavirus outbreak is stretching the coping capacity of even the best prepared countries. Yet the world has barely begun to come to grips with how coronavirus threatens the world's poorest communities. Send a care package at carepackage.org to those who need it most. These care packages will ensure hygiene supplies, hand-washing stations, and drinkable water gets to people most in need. Visit carepackage.org to send a care package today. We're KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you and ask them about their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Faith, family, giving back. That is Cunis country. All right, so we shift focus here now in the last couple minutes of the show. Uh, let me talk about my Bulls. Uh, 0-2 start. Embarrassing two losses to get the, the second half of the season going. And they're at full strength. I think that's what makes it even more frustrating. But I trust our tourist, Carsonovis, the new president, and uh, the new leadership in Chicago. And, and And this is one of those things to me where... As a Bulls fan, I've I've gotten to the point as a Bulls fan where when you lose two games like that to start a season, a second half of the season, when you are in the playoff hunt, every game's important. You know these are tough games. You have to start really looking hard at this roster. And there's going to be people that are compete, uh, competing for championships who want pieces from this roster. I saw a trade proposed by Bleacher Report just yesterday, and I am in love with it. I think the Bulls have some really solid pieces to build around, and I think those pieces are mainly Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Kobe White. The front court is getting frustrating at this point, especially with Lowry, and you're going to have to re-sign him. I really like Lowry, and I think Lowry's the type of guy that I would like to re-sign and keep as a Bull. But Wendell Carter Jr. is getting to the point where if you can get value for him at this point in time, I think you might have to try. And... I I think Orlando is the type of team I heard that Orlando, the straight from Bleacher Report, if you can get Vucevic and you can get him to pair with Zach Levine, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, and and and, and maybe Lowry, but it, definitely you keep you know you get maybe have to trade Wendell Carter Jr., a future first round pick, uh, and something else to get a Vucevic. I love that deal. I think Levine is is proving that he needs a run, a real running mate, a consistent scoring running mate. Um, I, 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 Kobe White is still so young. Patrick Williams is still so young. I want to see more from them. I want to keep them in this organization. But I'm getting up to my point with with uh, Lowry and 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 Wendell Carter because they just haven't been consistently healthy enough, and you just haven't seen the explosive growth. And defensively, they're a mess. They're just a mess. Um, and so I, I, I would not be shocked if this Bulls 0-2 start leads to a move being made. If I was in charge of the Bulls, I would want to – I think Patrick Williams and Zach Levine are the the untouchables. 
depending on what you can get. Now, you know, I, I don't want to lose Patrick Williams for a Vucevic, but if you can lose Patrick Williams for a, a bona fide all-star, a real number one, then that's maybe something you talk about. Uh, but I really like Patrick Williams. I really like Levine. I really like Kobe White. And I, I'm, I, we'll see. Ideally, I, I would like to see this Bulls team just get to ride it on out, see what they can do, see if they can just stay healthy together. Uh, but I think this is a really depressing and really bad 0-2 start to start the season. And it's one of those, second half of the season, it's one of those where I don't blame Billy Donovan. It, it's, it seems just like a player issue, like lack of focus, real sloppy, just poor defense all around. And I don't blame the schemes. It just looks like guys being lackluster to start. So it wouldn't shock me if also you see the Bulls make a move. I wouldn't unless you can get me a bona fide star. I don't want to be a, a selling off because I, I the Bulls need to start getting aggressive and getting real players, real NBA veteran guys who are all-stars and, and no more draft picks at this point. Get stars. You have pieces. Can you get a star? If you can't get a star... Then, then I'm, then I, then I don't want to make the move. I want to see them stay together. So that's my th- quick thoughts on the Bulls here as they start the second half, zero and two, depressing zero and two. I want to move on. Championship weekend in college basketball. Oh, if you follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespin, having a ton of fun betting college basketball. Shout out to the Barstool Sportsbook app now in Illinois. That's that's a great app. I've been I've, I left DraftKings. I'm now all in on Barstool Sportsbook. Uh, so if you follow me on Twitter. I love a, a couple of plays. I love today. I already got a parlay going: Michigan to win outright over Ohio State and Texas to beat Oklahoma State. I am high on Texas right now. I think Texas can make a make a Big Twelve tournament run here, especially with Baylor being upset. Uh, some other really fun games to look out for today. Uh, obviously watching number nine, uh, Ohio State, number four, Michigan. I love Michigan, that game, the size of Michigan up front. Now they can shoot too, Michigan. And, and that's so key in these, in these brackets and these tournaments. If you got guys who can shoot and guys who can rebound and just size, that's huge. That's why I love Illinois too. Illinois versus Iowa. Luca Garza. Can I just say this about Luca Garza for Iowa? If he was on Duke, we'd all hate him. But because he's on Iowa, we're all like, oh, he's so much fun, Luca Garza. No, no. If that kid was on Duke, he'd be despised. <laughs> so he's he made a smart choice going to Iowa. Because if he was on Duke, the whole country would hate him. Uh but we or or UNC. But because he's on Iowa, he's kind of the lovable big guy in the Midwest. Uh but I despise him because <laughs> I just can't stand Iowa. Uh so I, I love Illinois, I love Kofi Cockburn. Uh he, that kid is big. He's learning his size. I think it's one of the main reasons. Him and Io are the main reasons why I think Illinois, they're my team to win it all right now. I love Illinois. Love Texas. High in Michigan. This Gonzaga and Baylor. Baylor's length. Length is good in the tournament as well. So big matchup today. What am I watching? I'm going to be watching Michigan, Ohio State, Tennessee, Alabama, uh, Mich- uh, Texas, obviously, uh, versus Oklahoma State. And then, of course, Illinois and Iowa. Big, big college basketball games to watch and keep an eye out for. It's a lot of fun. LSU-Arkansas on today as well. You know, conference championship week. Uh, Georgetown-Creighton. Shout out to Ewing. Patrick Ewing and Georgetown making a deep run. That's been fun to watch right now. And uh, if you play Madison Square Garden and you don't know who Patrick Ewing is, you should be fired immediately. That's a, a fireable offense if you saw that viral story. 
poor Ch- Patrick Ewan's walking around and got got you know staff in, in Madison Square Garden say, "Hey, who are you?" It's, uh, my name's in the rafters. I'm Patrick Ewing. Figure it out. Uh, <laughs> that was that was crazy. You got to know who Patrick Ewing is if you work in Madison Square Garden. Uh, finally, let me just say the USA basketball. I'm going to talk a lot of USA basketball as we get towards the summer because I love love Olympic basketball and watching USA dominate. Uh, they named their final uh, 57 to then the players to choose from the pool. Lot of names, lot of names. But and 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 I would I let me just say this: I could build the dream team. Obviously, I want Durant. I want LeBron. You know, I want Lillard. I want Steph. I want Chris Paul. You can build this dream team: Harden, uh, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Davis. A lot of those guys, a lot of the big name guys probably won't, especially because you had bubble, short off season, into the long season, long uh, NBA postseason, and then you go into uh, the the uh, the the Olympics right away. So it wouldn't shock me if a lot of the big name guys, LeBron, those guys don't play. I would love to see them play because I just think it's fun and it's it's great to watch them. But there's a, a ton of great young players. I think will be fine. Zion, Levine um, have been added. Uh, you have guys like uh, Drew Holiday, Trey Young, Bam Adebayo. I think Jimmy will play Butler. I think you have enough young guys as well uh, in, in mix of guys who you can get uh, a Kemba Walker, uh, Jason Tatum, who to them playing in the Olympics and, and just playing basketball over in the offseason is going to be huge. And, and, I, and I listen, they'll be fine. As long as you can spice in and convince one or two veterans to stay and play, USA basketball is in good hands. I can't wait to watch. All right, that's going to do it for me. Episode 77 on the mark in the book. Stick around for next week. Who knows? You could be talking Russell Wilson on the Chicago Bears. I'm going to keep saying it. Hope it keeps happening. As always, follow along on Facebook, on the mark, KHMO. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Appreciate you making me a part of your Saturday morning. I don't take it for granted. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Have a fun St. Patty's Day weekend. If I see you out and about, say hi. I'll be wearing green, uh, having some drinks in Chicago, in uh, downtown Quincy here in just a bit with some uh, some famous, famous people. Sarah Dyan, Jeff Dorsey. It's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO. Hi, I'm Megan Hawker.